0: Here, all right, everybody, welcome to a new episode of the Unnamed Liberty podcast. Um, it's gonna be a different show, as you've already heard. I've decided not to put my usual intro at the beginning of the show and just kind of talk. Um, I'm not gonna do any kind of editing to this, I'm not gonna try to like remove. Any pauses that I may have, um, I'm just gonna see how the episode goes. Uh, I've got twenty minutes or so, and uh, we'll see what happens. But by now, everyone has heard um, the the mass slaughtering of innocent children in Uvalde, Texas. Um, there, as as of uh, two days later, the the number of victims is 22, Um, 19 19 children who uh, will not be seeing their families, and uh, two teachers who, or excuse me, I think 21 victims, Uh, two teachers who uh, will not be seeing their own children, who will not be seeing their families either. And, um, man, it's... It's really, really difficult, as uh, just as a country, as, as a people, as as human beings with empathy toward my fellow man. I'm. I, it's unspeakable that somebody could be brought to this level of violence. I. I, I don't understand it. I don't understand where somebody could get the idea that this is something that's okay to do, that they could be brought to this place where they think that it is okay to do. And um, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna try to make this as non-political as I possibly can. I'm gonna try my absolute best to make sure that I don't mudsling. I'm I'm not gonna point fingers uh, unless they deserve to be, and I'll get into that. But um, before I get into anything, uh, from from the bottom of my heart, and I and I know that the entire Second Amendment community, the gun rights community, uh, we really, really do uh, genuinely feel for the families of these innocent children. Um, I know a lot of people that think the gun laws are too lax in this country would feel otherwise, but I implore, um, I would implore those people to, to step back and hear from us that, no, we, we genuinely do, we genuinely do care uh, about these children. Now, um, I think the next logical place to go with this is why we feel the way we do uh, as gun rights advocates, as Second Amendment supporters, as anti-government people, uh, which is the ultimate right to self-defense and that you are your own first responder. Um the The right to self-defense by any means necessary is, I know the term fundamental human right is thrown around a lot, but I mean, it really, it really is, because your life is your own most important asset. All of the things in life, all of our material things are nothing. All we have is our thoughts and ourselves at the end of the day. That is what we have. That is what is ours. That is only thing that we can control we can control ourselves and as as people that as people that believe so fervently in self-ownership in these principles is that the government is not going to save you Mm -hmm. and I realize that this is going to get a little bit political here I'm going to do my best but the government is not going to save you Uh, How many stories have we heard where the FBI knew that there was going to be a problem and then somebody ends up shooting the school anyway? I mean, it's how many times we've heard it tons and tons and tons of times over the years that the FBI knew that there was a violent person, a mentally ill person, and it, it... and an unspeakable horror happened anyway. Um, so, when I say that I believe very sincerely that teachers who want to obtain a license to carry in school should be able to, it's not just so simple as more guns. I I think that's a very, and I really don't mean this to sound mudslinging at all. I, I really, really do mean, like, I, I understand where that com that mindset comes from, but I think it's a very narrow mindset, and, I, and again, I don't mean that to be insulting, but I really, genuinely believe that there are teachers who would die for their students, and I want to give those people the the people that hold other people's children with just as much love and support as they do their own, the ability to defend those children if, if it needs to be. And I really do empathize uh, as much as it may not seem. I mean, I've done my rounds of my hardline stance uh, on social media, but I, I really do understand the people that, that say that I can't believe that this is our America and I mean that they may exaggerate they may you know that can all be true but I I I genuinely do empathize with what this general feeling of what has happened to this country that that is something that is deemed acceptable like where did this country go wrong where well like what happened that this is a norm, like I, I genuinely do understand the, the plight of people who believe that way. Uh, I've heard it all my life, it's, you know, I, I've heard it. And I'm gonna tell a personal story and I'm gonna keep the identities uh, of the people involved uh, as guarded as possible. So I'm going to be very vague in my description of the people involved, but uh, the event will still be the same. And maybe this will inform anybody who listens to this, why I believe so strongly about gun rights, about the Second Amendment. Um, When I was when I was very young, uh, I I had to have been maybe in elementary or middle school. Uh, I was with a very close family member of mine. And um, they were they were very young too. And um, somewhere in Southern California, again, I, I won't say where, but in somewhere in Southern California, this person that I was really close with was with their father. And when they were with their father Um, their father parked on a street where they were visiting someone else. Let's just say that. It's not super important to the story, but... This person I was close with and their father were visiting someone in... A unnamed Southern California city. Next to gang territory. And if you know Southern California, I mean, that's a lot of cities in this... Unfortunately, a lot of cities in this state happen to have, uh, gang territories... But anyway, um, this person that I'm close with, you know, I want to say maybe three years old and their father parked and immediately was confronted on either side of their truck by two men in bandanas and one of them brandishing a knife threatening that this person's father to get out of the car. And he was he was willing to comply this this person that I care about's father. he was totally willing to just let the truck go. but these two men that were wanting to d- take this truck would not let this person's father, take this person that i i'm very close to out of the car which is a non-starter for obvious reasons the the truck i've talked with this father many times but he would always say that the truck can be replaced but human life can't and so the person on the driver's side the one with the knife This father blocked that person's hand and put a 9mm right into this person's mouth. Broke their tooth. Didn't shoot. But, you know, broke their tooth. And the other other, uh, person that was trying to steal the truck that was on the uh, passenger side ran away. Uh, And eventually, after a couple seconds, I imagine uh, this part is kind of fuzzy, but... This the, the person with the knife ended up running as well. Um, yeah. And that's the story. And what I mean for that story to be included, what I'm trying to portray here is there's a lot of rhetoric around how many guns America has. Uh, and I don't think that's the right approach. I don't think that's the right framing for this argument. Because Somebody that I was very close, I am very close to, is still here today. I mean, I don't know what would have happened had this, uh, had this person that I'm very close to been taken at just three, four, maybe two years old. I, I, I'm really not sure how old they were, but, um, had they not, had, had their father not been armed with, A weapon. Had had their father not been there, then I may not have this person in my life anymore. And there's a lot of media rhetoric, there's a lot of talking heads, there's a lot of politicians that will say that guns in America are a problem, that they're killing machines, and that nobody needs to be so senseless with these killing machines but there's very, very little talk from from corporate press, from talking heads, from politicians about the eternal right to self-defense and how many people use these tools for self-defense. There's a large majority of the country that do not go and shoot kids. And matter of fact, there are a lot of these second amendment people, these gun rights advocates that I know for sure would lay down their lives to defend our children. And when I say our, I'm, I am kind of speaking in the country sense. Um, most importantly is that the, the, the actual parents are the ones that have lost their children. And I don't want to lose sight of that. They're, they're there, there are families with small boys and girls 10 years and younger that will not be able to see their children go to prom, um, that will not be able to see their children graduate. I mean, it was going to be the end of the school year. They, they were the, And I really do feel tons and tons and tons of empathy. And ultimately, what I want to get out is that my belief, and the belief of many people like me, that that, that gun rights are just an extension of self-defense. We do not subscribe to this just uh, just insane line of thinking that or or this line of being, I don't even know what you would call it, but this this mindset of of death, this this culture of destruction. And I want people to really I want people to really digest that the guns are not the problem. And, and I realize that that's not going to be very popular for a long time, and it hasn't been for a long time. And after these kinds of incidents happen, the people that say the guns are not the problem get demonized. And, you know, I've, I, I've had my share of fights on social media over the last few days. Uh, I've definitely gone after people with comments. I've definitely done the... You're dumb for this, you're dumb for that, but at, at the end of the day, all we have is us. And I want to j- j- just go back in time, just 40 years. Automatic weapons were still legal. Uh, I mean, f- like fully automatic weapons. Hold the trigger down, empty the payload. Those kinds of weapons were legal. And you, a civilian could own an M16. Rifles were on gun racks on trucks in high school. If it's the gun, then why why is it only in relatively recent memory that mass shootings have become a problem? I mean, if they're a problem now, why weren't they then? Gun proliferation is it's still, you know, I mean, commensurate to population. It's still pretty high and it was still pretty high in the 1980s before 1986. The, uh, the Firearm Owners Protection Act in 1986 under Ronald Reagan banned automatic weapons. Before then, I mean, citizens could own artillery, could own rail guns. They may not have been able to own artillery, but automatic weapons at minimum We're still completely legal. And we didn't have a school shooting problem. We didn't have a mass shooting problem of just indiscriminate killing people in a Walmart. We didn't have that. Or in a shopping mall, I guess. I don't know when Walmart was founded, but you get the point. This indiscriminate level of violence and complete disregard for humanity, especially for I mean, the the absolute most precious and vulnerable among us. We just, we we have no, we do not have a culture of respect for life in this country. Not anymore. I mean, back in those days, we really, really cared about our fellow man. We really cared about our neighbors. And that's just been completely, even when I was growing up, before... Uh, before social media before cell phones we had block parties where the entire neighborhood would get together and we'd have a cook-off and there'd be barbecue and all the the neighbor's kids would come and play and outside and that, that's that's not a thing anymore that's just it's nowhere to be found anymore I mean, the cultural decay of this country has got to be a factor. The the mental health of this country has got to be a factor. I mean, how many people have lost their minds just over the last two years from COVID? How many people genuinely believe that climate change is an existential threat to humanity and that we're only a decade away, or maybe just even a few years away, from the complete destruction of the planet? I mean, What do we think that does to the psyche of the country? So at the end of the day, I mean, I really want to drive home that we we do care about these kids. We really do. And it is precisely our belief in self-ownership that, I mean, we value these kids because we value self-ownership and we value self-ownership because we value these kids i mean these kids they do not have the means to protect themselves it's up to us it's up to us as a nation it's up to us as a people it's up to all of our our fathers and mothers to raise the next generation properly it's it's not to demonize people who like me who who desperately and genuinely believe that the right to self-defense extends to right to protect our fellow man from harm. And that includes our children. The government can not solve this. It can't, it is up to you. And I I understand, I, I understand if you don't want guns around your children, I understand it, but at the end of the day, When there's somebody in that hallway with a gun, I I genuinely want you to ask yourself, what would you rather have? Would you rather have a teacher who's undergone the training, who has that firearm, who protects that and would be willing to protect that kid? Would you rather have that guy there or not at all? I mean, Parkland, we saw the school resource officer just completely abandon his position and hide. When push comes to shove, the, old, the you are your own first responder. There is nobody else that can help you but you in that moment. When it comes down to the unthinkable, that there is somebody in the school with a deadly weapon with very bad intentions, you are your own first responder. To the, to the victims of the families, I, I, I cannot imagine it. I, I could not imagine what you're going through and I, I do not want to and I, I feel very sorry that you do. And I, I, I'm like, I'm like fighting back tears. Um, rest in peace to your family, your little ones that you won't be seeing. I have to end it there, or yeah, I have to end it there. But just let, let let's all be in this together. Let let let's come up with solutions. Let's address the problems. But when we when we misattribute the problem, when we misattribute statistics, when we misrepresent humanity, uh, then we get this. And, and I'm with I'm with the general sentiment that it has to stop. I just. I, I, I don't believe that the way to get there is to attack the gun. I really don't. And maybe that is a sticking point for somebody listening, but I hope not. I really, really hope not. Anyway, um, that's my episode. I'll see you guys in the next one.